Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Jared. And hey, Jared, have you seen any good movies recently? Yes. What um, did you see? We went and watched... Um... <laughs> yeah, it was so good. It was so good, and my <laughs> mind completely just went blank. You were not ready for this. No, not at all. Uh, Tom Holland's in Tom it. Tom Holland. Oh, and Mar- crap. And, and Marky Mark. Yeah, and it's a video game... It's not quite uh, Indiana Nathan Jones. Drake is yep. the character. It's oh crud. It, it would be uh, like if you were discovering something before you discovered it. It was un uncharted. Uncharted. There. Oh you my go. god! I I can't <laughs> believe my mind went that blank on that. Oh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. We're done. <laughs> I yeah. am. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Uncharted. We saw that on Monday. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. it was, yeah, it was fun. It, if you want a copy of the game, you're wrong. It's not That's not going to happen. No. Um, if you want something that's definitely inspired by the game, then you're good. Yeah, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. Right. I, I think of this movie to the game how the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was to the game. Definitely inspired by. Yeah. But there's really not a whole lot of same story. Given Sonic stories, go left to right, attack Robotnik, done. Uh, this Uncharted games have a little more to it that than this, but it was it's it is a better Indiana Jones than Indiana Jones Four was. Agreed. Like easily. Agreed. Uh, they even reference Indiana Jones a couple of times one one indirectly, one directly, and they also reference uh, Pirates Jack, of the Caribbean, yeah. which. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe me thinking into it too much, but I think all things happen for a reason. I feel like they come, that was part of their agreement with Sony, with, with uh, Sony had with Disney, because Indiana Jones, owned by Disney, Pirates of the Caribbean, owned by Disney, Spider-Man, owned by Sony, but with, you know, like, yeah, I I could be looking too far into it, but I, I like to think that, hey, you know, there's some references here that I bet it's part of the ongoing collaboration between Probably. Sony and Disney. Probably. So, uh, but speaking of that, the reason why I mentioned that movie and everything that you forgot, which the name of it was? Uncharted. Hey, you remember I'm it on. the same time. There you go. Uh, was there some, quote, wait, spoiler alert warning thing? There's some betrayals. That's all the spoilers we're going to give. Uh, we're not going to say who, what, when, where, how, but there are betrayals. And they're like, hey. Let's talk about some great comic book betrayals this week. Uh, so I have my list. You have your list. Uh, why don't you kick it off? What is the first one on your list? Okay, mine's actually a double. I went with um, uh, the story arc of Identity Crisis. It's um, Ray Palmer, who is the Adam. His wife, actually, his ex-wife, wants to get back with him. So she uh, goes to create this scare to try to get the superheroes to go back to their loved ones and, you know, make sure there's connections and everything like this. And she attacks the elongated man's wife, who is uh, Ralph and Sue Dibney, and ends up killing her. And it sparks this whole whole conspiracy unraveling and everything like this to where, um, you know, she betrayed the Adam and all of the heroes by killing Sue Dibney, but it also unravels Zatanna and this subgroup of the uh, Justice League um, who were betraying the heroes and villains, I guess, by mind-wiping them, pretty much. Um, so whenever a villain would uh, find out somebody's identity or anything like that, 
they would mind wipe them and make them forget. Well, Batman found out, so they mind wiped Batman. You don't want to make him angry at you. So that one really had two heroes betraying other heroes or family member of heroes. So I thought that was a good one for the list that, you know, there's not much of a bigger betrayal than that. Erasing somebody's memory and killing a friend, wife to get your ex to come back to you. (laughs) Yeah. And anytime you mess with Batman, that's he's it's not a matter of if he'll find out. It's when he'll find yeah. out. Like, you're biding your time at best. Yeah. Like, how long until he figures out what's going on? Right. And was one of the characters asked, uh, Green Arrow, he's like, does Batman know? He's like, it's the world's gr- greatest detective. I'm sure he knows something. Right. If we know by now, he knows. Yeah. He may not know have the full picture, but he knows. Right. He knows there's some tomfoolery. Right. But they also, it wasn't just mind-wiping um, they actually altered some personalities and dumbed some villains down like Dr. Light. He became like a Teen Titans joke of a villain, and the Teen Titans would always kick the crap out of him. Well, no, he's an A-lister, you know, just behind the scenes right. almost, or unknown A-lister. He's the so, wheels within wheels kind of guy. Right, you know, he was powerful enough to really take him on. All right. Uh, speaking of mind-wiping and stuff, first one on my list is... No More Mutants, or just House of M in general, where uh, Wanda did the whole, all right, we're going to make a whole new universe, and she betrayed kind of reality, period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, especially with her friends and family and everything, but like, she undid reality and made it her own. And similar to you don't mess with Batman, you also don't mess with Wolverine and his memories yes. and his mind stuff. That's not good. No. Um, but yeah, that was one for me. I was like, you know, that's kind of a big deal where, you know, you know, she's an Avenger. I mean, at that point, it was after the Avengers disassembled and everything. However, which, which didn't she cause? No. Didn't she have something yes, to do with yes it? Yes and no. I think she was had something to do with it, but I don't think she actually caused it. Caused okay. It. Yeah, because Avengers Disassembled happened before House of M. If I remember oh, okay. Yeah. If I remember. Got my correctly. timeline wrong. Because, um, yeah, that was part of the, her her life was falling apart. Like, her family was, you know, falling apart. Her her work family, the Avengers were falling apart. There's no infrastructure. And then she finally snapped. Um, and when I was doing some research on this, one argument posed that was actually Quicksilver that had the bigger betrayal. Because he was the one that pushed her into doing this. And because mm. he was like, oh, you know, too bad you can't change it. Well, he's like, well, actually, you could. Like, you could change this because you have your, you know, reality warping, probability, whatever, abilities. And so it's the the twofold of both of doing some messing upness. So, yeah, I, I always think, like, that's a – I know I feel like I go to the well of House of M a lot. However – it's a pretty deep well. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of material that you can pull from. Right. So, so yeah, that one, I always thought like, yep, that's a pretty big, pretty big no-no. Uh, what's next on your list? Uh, Maxwell Lord. He was a, a colleague, pretty much like a, almost like a liaison with the Justice League International back in the day. And he'd work with them. Um, it wasn't really just, said that he had powers till later on he had kind of like mind control powers but um he betrayed you know all of the heroes um especially blue beetle him and blue beetle were pretty close and blue beetle was investigating a conspiracy involving checkmate who 
Um, they were the ones that kicked off the uh, Suicide Squad project or Task Force X. And um, as he's, you know, investigating them, Maxwell Lord, you know, he finds out Maxwell Lord's involved and Maxwell Lord shoots him in the head. And later on, Maxwell Lord uses his powers to corrupt Superman and him and Superman and Wonder Woman then fought in a very good battle. And Wonder Woman gets a hold of Maxwell Lord, says, how do you make me stop or how do you stop this? And he, he says, you can't. So she stabs his neck. But <laughs> uh, it's Superman. Yeah, his betrayal by murdering Blue Beetle, you know, controlling Superman, especially when originally he was written as a friend to the Justice League and everything. So, yeah. Um, which book was that in again? Um, it was the Countdown to Infinite, Infinite Crisis. I think there was an 80 page special that had the Blue Beetle investigating and ending up getting killed. And then the Wonder Woman Superman story arc was a crossover between the two, which uh, they collect in Superman's Sacrifice. Okay. So, yeah. I, I hate to agree with Lex Luthor, but. He's kind of always had somewhat of a fair point of like Superman's too powerful. I mean, yeah, he's xenophobic because, you know, all, yeah. you know, anti-alien or whatever. But like ultimately Superman kind of has too much power. And if anyone corrupts him via mind control of one way form or another, look at Batman Hush where I yeah. control like, you know, for this guy that's super powerful, he sure does get controlled by other people a little too often for, you know, my comfort. Right. For how much power he's got, he should, you know, work on that. <laughs> <laughs> some like some sort of at least okay magneto ha knows his biggest arch rival is charles xavier telepathic abilities could mess with his head he wears a helmet to prevent that from happening so Boom. like done superman get a helmet on or something yeah. like <laughs> no kidding do do a little bit of try anything other than like oh no we'll be good oh no like yeah it's lucky it's lucky wonder woman was there yeah i'm i'm hoping uh maybe It'll get to the desk of Tom Taylor. Hey, who's writing Superman Sound Kal-El? Maybe give John uh, something that prevents people from mind controlling him. Right. Because that happens way too frequent for right. Kal-El. Like, it's just, it's just a little, little nerve-wracking. A little bit. So. I'd hate to be in the DC universe and see him fly over and be like, oh, crap, is he okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> or are we screwed? Is that him or is that him being controlled by someone else? We'll see. They've what got happens. so many different characters that can control minds too. Uh, Doctor, uh, oh, what's the Wonder Woman villain with the giant head? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. I can't think of his name. Doctor. All, all I can think of is the Marvel villain with the giant head of the leader. And that's the Hulk's yeah. villain. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, whatever. But mind control, but yeah, ability still. Yep. Are you? Even Brainiac, like yeah, Brainiac could do. He something. does mind control yeah. things, like yeah. It just this is more technological, but he can still do it. Right. It it is one thing that like huh, I don't know his his kryptonite, other than kryptonite, is mind control. Mind control. Mind, I mean, it's magic. <laughs> I mean, I know that's what he's yeah. he's never been able to like. He's you know he's impervious to everything except for magic because that doesn't deal with physics. Right. So but yeah. It, I don't know. Maybe work on the mind control abilities of somehow or another. It might help. Like even uh, Batman, when he's been trying mind control, I remember, I forget which book it was in. Like, oh, how did you know that you're being controlled? Easy. I was calling myself Bruce. Yeah. I don't call myself Bruce in my own head. Yeah. That's how I knew it wasn't me. Like, oh, you're, you're crazy. 
You crazy, crazy. But that was crazy good this time. Was that in Batman Beyond? That might have been in Batman that Beyond. It may yeah. have been in a, a Batman Beyond episode. Yeah. But that's... that's it's still perfect. great, though. Yeah. I mean... It's like, Bruce Wayne, you can't be mind-controlled because you're not... You're, you're not saying. <laughs> it's, yeah. You, you can't you can't out crazy crazy. Exactly. Or at least not for very long. It's like, I'm calling myself by my name. Something's wrong. Well, it just gives a show kind of how more prepared Batman is versus Superman. Because right. he has that, like, oh, I know my own... Uh, inception, like, oh, the top fell down. It's a dream, that sort of thing. I remember one issue where he was training Superman how to fight. I think it was in Injustice. And Could be. They're like, and Superman's like, oh, what's the big deal? I always have my powers. Like, yeah, but what if you don't? Like, if you don't have your powers, like, you have brute strength for your combat, but you don't have, like, technique. Imagine how good you are if you were, had your strength and technique. You'd be unstoppable. Right now, I can out-technique you. Sure, you have more power. Doesn't matter. So it's just, all right, Superman, sure you have this power, but like, what if someone just, oh, we're going to cut past all that and just mind control. Done. Like, yep. But it is what it is. <laughs> yep. Superman needs to get a little more crazy like Batman then. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, when you put it that way, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, next one on my list was the beginning of Planet Hulk, uh, where the Illuminati... They kidnapped Banner Hulk. I think it was Banner specifically at the time. Then, yeah. Uh, put him on a rocket and like, hey, uh, Hulk wake Hulk wakes up because you know claustrophobia and a rocket and everything, freaking out like, what's going on? Where am I? And Illuminati's like, hey, so we had a meeting, and you know, cool dude and all, like you know, like you helping us and everything. However, you're too much of a liability. So we're cool, bro, but we need you on a different planet away from all of everybody else. So they, yeah, they captured him and just launched him into space. The, yeah, they, you know, dedicated, oh, we found this planet that you can do whatever. Nothing will ever harm you. You won't harm it. It'll be fine. Of course, stuff went wrong. Got off track. Went to the Sakhar planet. Gladiator, blah, 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 blah. Uh, some bad stuff happens, but it was a good story because of that. However, it goes back to the betrayal of your best friends just said, uh, peace out. We can't find you. We can't help you. And we can't find you anywhere around here. So we have to launch you to another planet in another galaxy far, far away. Without even consulting him. Without even consulting, yeah. Like, Banner didn't have a conversation with it. Hulk didn't have a conversation with right. it. It was just a, everyone else decided, yeah, even though you didn't know you were on trial, uh, here's your sentence. Yeah, you're Goodbye. guilty. Goodbye. Yeah, like... That's, I mean, I'm curious because they haven't really done anything with the Illuminati in the last few years. I mean, it's been the whole, everybody's been in a wreck like, oh, we shouldn't have this power. But it's still a cool concept of like the yeah. leader of the X-Men, leader of the humans, leader right. of Avengers, all coming together to have this big plan or this big organization. And we haven't seen anything with that since. Uh, I say that knowing I, I've seen the Doctor Strange trailer where it definitely looks like there's a form of the Illuminati. Um, so who knows? We might get more of that in the comics soon. Yeah. Because comics usually come around the same time as the movie stuff. Yep. So if they put it in the movie, they're, they're thinking about it. At some point or another, it'll probably be in the comics again. So, yeah. Uh, Hulk getting launched into space by the Illuminati. That's one of my top ones. All right. Um, my next one was uh, Hal Jordan 
when he uh when mongol nuked coast city pretty much and it allowed hal jordan to finally feel fear uh he became a, the villain parallax he basically wiped out the entire green lantern corps plus the guardians and he just killed everybody except for like Ganthet, who was one of the Guardians, Kilowog, who was the trainer of the Green Lantern recruits, and Sinestro. He let Sinestro live. But uh, yeah, he turned villain, and he died when they did Endless Night or something like that. I can't remember what it was, what the actual uh, book was called. But uh, the sun goes out, and he uses up all of his power to reignite the sun pretty much, and it kills him. So, But it, it's later... Uh, retconned in sinestro war i think or right before that where uh parallax is an entity of the yellow fear concept and it basically when hal jordan was able to feel fear it basically inhabited him it took him over so they did retcon that a little bit but yeah they're there in the 90s late 80s something like that i don't remember when exactly when that started i think it was 90s he was full villain for a while so all right uh, and the next one, mine. I'm sorry, the, this one's gonna be hard to beat. Two words, Hail Hydra. Yeah, Cap. That was almost on my list, but I knew you were was gonna it? pick it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we we actually didn't talk about that unless you saw my my shared Google Doc before. No, no, I didn't uh, look. Yeah, I forgot about it. Um, yeah, I was like, that's the biggest one I can think of. Yeah, is back in 2016, Captain America, Steve Rogers, issue number one, run of the mill Captain America story. Nothing's going on. Until the last, like, two pages where he kills, I think, Jack Flagg is the name of the character. Could be. Uh, uh, or he doesn't save him. He's like, what's going on? Why aren't you doing anything? Hail Hydra. I'm sorry, what now? And yeah. that was the end of the issue. End of the issue. End of the issue. Hail, Hail Hydra. That was one of the best cliffhangers ever. Uh, you say that. And I, would, well, I, and I would agree with that. I'm exaggerating, but I, uh, no, it was I, a great no, I would, cliffhanger. I would agree with it still being one of the best. However... The internet did not approve of that at oh, all. Oh no, not at all. They were Ooh. very, very angry. And oh, I'm not saying yeah. that, and I'm not not saying that they were wrong to be angry. Um other than the fact that guys, it's a fictional book. Yeah. Separate reality from fiction. However, I understand the argument of like, okay, you took this symbol that, you know, the he is Captain America. <laughs> like he's the most American whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, created by two Jewish people, I believe. I think so. And I don't know. Uh, and you turn him into a Nazi. Whoa. Uh, however, folks, it is a fictional character. And if you've been around the comic book industry for any amount of time, nothing is permanent. Everything's no. temporary. You know there's going to be a shtick one way or another. Um, and the writers got like death threats, everything like, how dare you do this? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was huge. However, again, it didn't last very long. It lasted like no. maybe a year. Yeah. Uh, Cause the whole secret empire thing and all that fun stuff. But like the, the way they fixed it was very Captain America E, uh, where it's a mess. <laughs> Because you remember the death of Captain America and then the return oh, of the Captain return America. The was, oh, that like was saying, bad. It was such a mess, though. Yeah. And they did the same thing with this. Of like, oh, well, it was Steve Rogers, but it was from an alternate universe-ish, different personality, brainwash. Like, I'm st I'll be honest, I read it when it came out, and I'm still flogging on how, how all it worked out. Because uh, regular good Steve was 
still was like in like a cosmic cube prison or whatever, but the evil version or the Stevel Rogers, what they was what's one internet thing <laughs> coined him as, uh, was running around. So it was like it was a it was another Steve Rogers, but it was in an alternate timeline where Hydro won the war, basically won World War II, and they're the dominant force and everything, and their reality is collapsing. So they brought him into this one to save this one to make this reality more like that. It was a mess, folks. Um, long story short, if you want to know what's going on, just read the Secret Empire trade because that's the better, more concise way of reading it versus reading the Captain America book and the Secret Empire book. The Secret Empire was the better story. And it is a really good story of seeing, okay, what happens when Hydra wins? <laughs> Bad stuff. Bad stuff happens when Hydra wins. Um, however, standard comic books, you know, the good guys eventually win. All is good, blah, blah, blah. But it is a really good story. And yeah, for me, like, that is the, if not necessarily the best betrayal in comic books, that is, I'm going to say, the best. Biggest, not even arguably. For me, it is the biggest betrayal in comic books. Was the oh he he went Nazi. So yeah, and and technically Hydra isn't Nazis, but it, they're Nazis. Yeah, they're, they're let's be honest, they're Nazis. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty major thing. So, uh, Hail Hydra. That, uh, yeah, that was a big one, and I mean it was big enough that we got to see it in the movies too. Yeah, in, a version. A, from a certain point of view in Endgame, when yeah. Steve went back in time to the 2012 Avengers movie timeline era, and like, oh, he got the cube. How? Because he, he knew who was Hydra, and whispered, yeah. their, whispered in their ear, hail Hydra, and then he had like a little smirk, like, ha, fooled you. But, but yeah. that was a great little... But it was a cool nod to see, like, yeah. oh, how's he going to get on this? Uh, oh. It was a nod to that comic, and it was a nod to one of the best scenes in any Marvel movie the, the elevator, elevator fight. scene. Yeah. Yeah, when Captain Mary... If anyone... Yeah, I can do this all know, day. Yeah. If you'd like to get out, now's your chance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, the crap out and, and that was in Winter Soldier when that happened. Yeah. It was when that... So, I mean, in Avengers took place before Winter Soldier. Yeah. So that's how he was able to sneak by and like, oh yeah, you guys are all Hydra, but I don't know it, but I will. But you don't know that I don't know that I do know that. Eh, yep. Time travel. So, so Yeah. Hail Hydra. Uh, what is next on your list? Uh, Jason Todd's mom and the DC fan base. <laughs> <laughs> From a certain point yes. of view. So she was uh, work in, in Death of death in the Family. Um, she was working for the Joker. Jason Todd was looking for his mom. And he was able to track her down and everything and finds out that she's working for the Joker. Well, he wants to save her and help her escape and do all this. Well, she turns him right over to the Joker, who then beats him with a crowbar and blows him up. Thanks to the fans voting to have him killed. Well, I mean... Yeah. So, so the fans betrayed him. Yes, <laughs> that's the, the fans that's, betrayed Jason Todd, that, that's but so big, did his mom. That's the big betrayal was the fans. So, yeah. So, but yeah, that's short one on my list, Jason Todd's mom. I always thought, I'm like, man, a mother just sent her son to die at the hands of the Joker. Like, yeah. That's a great mom. Uh, I know what we talked about before. I only had three, but I did, did just think of another one that I can come up with real quick. I think you have one more. Yeah, I've got list one then. more on my list. Uh, mine, uh, unless it's on yours already. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Superman and the Injustice Gods Among Us. I almost wrote that one down. That one's not on my list, but okay. that that was one I kept toying with. Where he went against his no killing. He betrayed himself. Yeah. Uh, he betrayed his own character by like, you know what? Uh, 
everybody has a limit. I I reached mine. Lois is dead. You made me kill Lois. So I'll kill you, Joker. Oh, Batman, you could have killed him how many years ago? But no, have to throw him in jail. And like that is the that is what separates Superman from Superman. Yeah. Is he doesn't kill. Like yep. him and Batman, that's the rule. We don't kill. Justice League doesn't kill. We don't kill. I mean, but even then, that's pretty loose. Depends yeah. on your definition of killing because, like, oh, it's robots. Yeah, we can destroy them. Wait, destroying robots is the same as killing them. But, yeah, because they're not organic. They're not sentient or, or organic. Because they're not organic, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you're... Or aliens. If they're aliens, it's fine. Uh, I mean, somewhat, yeah. Yeah, some aliens, it's fine. Or if they're animals, it's fine. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> But no, no, you said you don't kill. That means you don't kill. But either way. So yeah, Superman yeah. and Injustice Gods Among Us when he went absolutely nuts, power hungry. And I'm not going to say he's wrong. He did bring about world peace from a certain point of view. He did. Yeah. From a, to- from a totalitarian point of view. Yeah. He put all the nations in order like all right this is this is how we're gonna do it we're not gonna fight we're a united front and that from that point of view batman was in the wrong batman stopped world peace by fighting against them so, yeah i from that point of view i i can see that i mean i still think batman's not wrong right i mean it's would, would you rather have free i mean that's it's like it's like peace by someone stepping on your neck well i would say it's almost like um pride of baghdad would you like safety but imprisonment or freedom in danger. Yeah. Because they're, I mean, that's, they kind of play that out. Of, yeah. Superman's like, no, no, I'll make you all safe. I mean, yeah, I'm in charge of everything. You can only do whatever I say, but I will make you safe. Batman's like, well, but at what cost? It's not worth it for that. Right. So, so yeah, that's my quick off the top of my head fourth one. That's a good one. So, but yeah, my last one was uh, Tara from Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. Um, Slade uses her to basically infiltrate the Teen Titans. She becomes their friend. Uh, she learns their secret identities. They all become very close. And then she delivers all the information to Slade, who the two of them then systematically take out the Titans one by one, except for Nightwing, who's, you know. Who's Nightwing? Who's Nightwing. Uh, he's able to uh, get away. He teams up with Jericho, who... They go, uh, Jericho is Slade's son, Deathstroke's son. Uh, they go free the other Titans and defeat the bad guys. But yeah, that was a pretty big betrayal when Terra did that. She was one of the troops. Yeah, she was one of the Titans. She was yeah. a true Titan and betrayed them completely. And that was such a big story that they put in the Teen Titans show as well. Yeah. Of like- yep, and they did an, their own animated movie of it. Yeah. It is definitely an iconic Titan story. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I haven't read it. However, I know it. I mean, because of that. Yeah. I mean, didn't they do the, because that was the Lazarus. Or no, Lazarus was, Rising? No, that's a different one. No. Or what was the name of that story arc that I was in? It was, it was just Terra. No, I'm saying the whole story arc. What was that called again? It was oh, Judas, oh, Judas Contract. That's right. I was and thinking then, the, of the show. Right. And then they did another one, a Judas something else recently in the last couple of years. Even, yeah. Um, uh, but it was like, it's, I don't remember what that one was. It was still a similar with Titans and yeah. Deathstroke and everything like that. Like, oh, they're still kind of going to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, why wouldn't you? That was a huge effect on the Titans. Yeah. So that is our quick ish <laughs> i say quick list of you know after about well, 20 minutes or so our quick list of betrayals uh 
we'll move on to our normal weekly stuff. Uh, right now it is our picks of the week of the books that came out Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Jared, looks like you have a number one in your hand, so you yes. can go first then. And I think if you've been listening to us, you know I'm a DC guy. There's a lot of good DC stuff that came out, you know, Teen Titans Academy, um, Aquaman, you know, a lot of good DC stuff. But my pick was Ghost Rider number one. And this I is, really this, enjoyed this. And this is an oversized issue too. It is. There's a lot of stuff It really here. is. It took me a good amount to read. There's a lot of great dialogue, a lot of inner monologue. Um, Johnny Blaze, I think someone is doing this to him, but uh, he's basically um, living with a wife and kids. He's got uh, some amnesia and he keeps hallucinating. He's got a weird scar on the side of his yeah, head. Yeah, because he wrecked his motorcycle. And almost died. Yeah. And he keeps, you know, kind of mumbling to himself, monsters aren't real. But, you know, it's Ghost Rider. Monsters are real in this universe, and it's just this whole – their Ghost Rider himself isn't in it hardly much. But right. it's such a great story with Johnny Blaze and all the, these other – all these other characters and everything. It was really good. I, it was, I don't want to give too much away being it's Wednesday and it came out today, but this was one to pick up. It was, it was awesome. It is a thicker issue. It is – very Johnny Blaze heavy. Yeah. And I don't read hardly anything Ghost Rider. Yeah. I, you know, my um, my biggest uh, thing watching or anything with Ghost Rider is Nicolas Cage. Same. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the majority of the stuff I know from. Is yeah. From, that's my biggest influence was that. Yeah, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ghost Rider was awesome in that. But that's... A ghost driver, not a ghost rider, because you, right. you don't ride a car. You drive that's, a car, but that's, that's my own yeah. thing. <laughs> right. But yeah, so this is uh, one of the few times I actually read a ghost rider story, and I loved it. I, It's one I, I think I'm going to put on my poll. I'll check out the second issue and, and like see say, where they're going. It, I mean, how much is the cover price on that? It's five ninety nine, but it is... The price reflects the content. Oh, I mean, it's a thick issue. It is. I would say it's a double, double-sized double issue. I mean, compared to... Compared to this one, let's say, like, it's it's close to double the thickness. I'm not going to say the name because I may talk about oh, it yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's about double the thickness of a normal comic. Yeah. So it, if you want to charge an overpriced amount for a book, um, grumble, grumble, grumble. However, make it worth my while. And they did on this one. It was excellent. And, and it's a lot of backstory, but it's definitely – if you're a fan of WandaVision – You'll be a fan of this because you're trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, and you really don't need to know any history of Ghost Rider. Yeah. This is a whole new story. Yep. Uh, I think it's rated teen also. Like it's, yep. It's it, rated T. So it's, T plus. It's yeah. not rated M, but it's definitely a more adult than yeah, most of their definitely. Marvel stuff. And it's a little trippy. Yeah. So very Ghost Rider-esque. Yeah. It was a good one. Though. Yeah. I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was so surprised. That I enjoyed it as much as I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that will go into my first one of the week. Uh, and that is Eve uh, Volume 1. Also, I think it's just going to be just Eve. That's it. I don't think they're going to do a Volume 2. I know we talked about it in single issues as they're coming out. I loved it. I think you loved yeah. it. Did you read it? Oh, I yeah. know Adrian loved it as well. Yep. Um, post-apocalyptic where this girl wakes up and like where she wakes up as a New York city where she climbs out of the torch of the statue of Liberty. Everything else is underwater. So something has gone wrong. Earth is messed up. And she has this talking robotic teddy bear that goes as her murder assistant, teddy bear, a murder teddy bear. 
And it's just really weird, but really cool. And yeah. I want to say it's either five or six issues. I don't have it in front of me directly, but I have my distributor website pulled up. It doesn't say, but it's the whole series. And it's good. Like, Yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I, and I think it wraps up in a well-paced. I think it's... Yeah, it's one that you don't need a sequel to, but you could if you wanted to. I think in comic books, in the week-to-week or in month-to-month issue format, it felt a little rush at the end, but that was because we had the you know five months building up to it. But if you're reading all in one trade, I think it'll be really well-paced, and I think it'll get the point across very well. Yeah. Um, I definitely... I can't recommend that enough for anyone that likes sci-fi stuff. Uh, yeah. And it's a post-apocalyptic, but not dark and gloomy i mean right it's it not is. like nukes went off everywhere right. and it's not like walking dead where it's like oh zombies like it's it's not good like it's not a good anytime post-apocalyptic it's like that's not a good thing however it's a very beautiful book too like the scenery that they do and everything and how nature has come back even though humanity may be sol nature still prevails and it just it looks really cool from that uh, and again murder Robot teddy bear. <laughs> it's just really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that is Eve. Uh, is written by Victor Lavalli. Lavalli, I'm not sure. And art was by Joe Mignong. And our, the cover art was Ario Anadito. I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. But, eh, like I said, it's really good. Definitely check it out. Uh, it's only one volume. It's $17.99. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, and what is the last thing on both of our lists, Jared? Dark Ages number five by, by our buddy Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. This was solid. Deadpool shows up finally. So, quick recap for if you, this is your only first episode of listening or anything. Um, Dark Ages in, in a world where electricity has no power. Uh, yeah, so there's a big. First issue, something, some magical thing came through. Doctor Strange stopped it. Doctor Strange gets killed, gets, stopping gets it. Killed, but long story short, technology cannot be used on Earth anymore, with the exception of using other technology to do it, like yeah, a like Faraday s- cage through Magneto. Yep, or uh, steam. Or steam. Power. Yeah, any any electrical yeah. abilities are are nothing. So mutants, they're they're sitting pretty on this one yep. now. And uh, Spider Man had to go back to his mechanical. Web shooters, which, which makes a different noise instead yep. of thwip, it's thwap. Yeah, and Deadpool points that out. I loved it. Wait, did, wait, did you, did you just go thwap? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, we get an introduction of a new villain. Um, I don't want to say who because yeah, it, that's spoiler territory. I mean, Hold off on that. I mean, okay, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say from a certain point of view. Because on the cover, you see Deadpool fighting oh, a okay. Carnage and a Venom. So you yeah. know symbiotes are going to be involved in this. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're now we're getting symbiotes because we've seen all the other major villains and heroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So why not do that too? And it makes sense that, all right, now there's Deadpool. He has a tour bus, which is the British double-decker bus, which is ridiculous, especially with Devil yeah. Dinosaur laying on the top of it. Yeah, that's what I, got me. There's a dinosaur, dinosaur laying on a double-decker bus. Like, it's just... It's just so cool, and the the characters are all done so well too. Like everyone, like oh, I can totally read this being written. Like oh, Deadpool, it sounds like Deadpool. Yeah, uh, Spider Man, it sounds like Spider Man. I mean, Deadpool at the very beginning. Oh, who died? Uh, uh, oh, this is actually a funeral. 
crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> not good. My bad. It, yeah, it, it's just, it is really good. Um, I think there's only one more issue left, maybe. I think I it's only a six-issue so. series. Unless they decide to do more. If they do do so more, I though. I think this is going to be it, because isn't Tom Taylor signed on exclusively with DC now? Well, I was going to say, if they do decide to do more, it'll be written by a different writer. Oh, because I see what you're saying. Tom Taylor does have uh, DC exclusivity. And it does end with to be concluded down at the bottom right of the page, too. Um, so they could do a prequel or an elsewhere, you know, written mm, by someone else. Just uh, leave it alone after this is done. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm excited for it. I think the whole thing's been really good. It yeah, just, it's been it, our one of our picks every time, every issue. Pretty much, yeah. I, I'm just sad that it's only going to go six issues. Yeah, because Tom Taylor is the exclusivity. Yeah, who knows? He may, like I said, they may pass off to someone else and do Dark Ages two with someone else or whatever. But the way it's going, it seems like you can only do the story once. You can't really milk it out forever. Right. Unless you do it from the villain's point of view, which I'd be okay with to see that. I mean, that's yeah. how they did Deceased. And again, that was written all by Tom Taylor. That one was. But they yeah. did the hero's point of view, and then they did the villain's point of view as well. Yep. So, but we'll see. I mean, who knows what will happen. Um, I'm looking forward to issue six. If you haven't read any of it yet, then, I mean, at this point, wait till the trade comes out. Because I, I don't think we can get most of the other issues. I doubt it. But it's definitely worth checking out once it comes out. And oh, trade. Definitely. So, so yeah, the, those are our picks of the week. Uh, so with that, we'll move on to our book club of the, part of the episode, where we're going to talk about Vampire State Building. Uh, if you are not interested in that and want to get ready for next week's episode, though, we do have next week's book ready, and that is Thor Volume 1. Um, which Thor Volume 1 is it? Well, good thing you asked. Uh, it is written by Donny Cates, is what you'd be looking for if you're looking for it in uh, to read along with us. I know we have it in the store as of yesterday. I didn't look today, but I'm pretty sure we still carry it in stock. Or you can just li- you can listen to us and then read it later anyway. But yeah, it's the current Thor series. It's phenomenal. I'm excited. I've already read this. I don't think you have yet, Jared. I think you'll enjoy it. I picked up the first couple issues, and it was a really good yeah. Thor story arc. But so, I didn't know what was happening right before that to... So the, when that story started, I didn't know where it was coming from. You won't need a whole lot to so, go. It'll, you'll be fine. That's I was okay reading it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that will be next week's Thor Volume 1 by Donny Cates. It's issues 1 through 6 of the current Thor run. I'm excited to read it again because I enjoyed it and I want to read more of them. So this will give me more reason to do so. Today's episode, though, uh, Vampire State Building. It is by independent publisher Ablaze is the distribution um, I know I sold it to you last week of, hey, it's Die Hard meets Vampires. It really was. And I would say that held up. And I said that going into this without having read it. I just flipped through it and I read a little bit of it. Like, oh, that's what it sounds like. And yeah, that, that's pretty accurate. Yep. Um, um, it is by the artist of the the newest horror series from the artist of The Walking Dead, uh, which is Charlie Aldred. Aldred? Aldred. Aldred. Adlard. 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 Because it's A-D-L-A-R-D. Adlard. Uh, and the writer is, is that one person or is that two? Aang and Patrick Renault. Let's say, is that two people or is that? I think oh, that's two people. Those are two people, yes. Aang and Patrick Renault, yeah. Um, could be family members if they're, since they're. Or just, co, just yeah. co-writing. Aang could be, could be like Cher. Oh, that, yeah. So that's what I want to take it as. Uh, yeah. 
takes place in, quote, modern day New York City, where this uh, group of friends get together on top of the Empire State Building because this one guy's getting ready to join the service and he's going to leave town. His ex-girlfriend's there. His cousin's there. Uh, it definitely seemed like a 20-somethings group of people just partying and yeah. coming out. And then all of a sudden, vampires. <laughs> yeah, they don't waste much time. Uh, I mean, they do have a story behind it of like, oh, you know, the ancient, you know, Native Americans that built this, had this one room with a certain floor that had this vampire god and blah, blah, blah. I'll be honest, I skimmed a lot of that part because I'm like, I don't care. Just get to the- They didn't need the backstory. Just get to the action. Like, yeah, it's vampires in the Empire State Building. Right. Done. Give me the action. I mean- Okay, so uh, compared to Die Hard, it's one guy trying to stop the main bad guy. Pretty much. This is one group of people trying to survive the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> And the hordes much. of the bad guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Story-wise, it's a pretty light read. Uh, yeah, there's I mean, a lot of art storytelling and little dialogue. Like there's this one page I'm looking at. There's one, two, three, four, five, six panels of art. And like three one, word bubbles. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, not a whole four. lot. Yeah, there's a couple more words like oh, run. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's very light. Yeah, and like it is it is definitely a light read of the. Let's not don't take this book too serious. It's not yeah. trying oh, to be yeah. serious. Uh, oh yeah. Um, at one point the head. The Dracula, let's call him, the head vampire, is sitting on a throne of the victims that they just sacrificed to him, like, to get to gain his strength back. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous, but kind of awesome, too, at the same yeah. point. Um, yeah. It, it has the weird, oh, we found the weakness. It's fire, because bullets don't do anything. So, okay. So, let's get flamethrowers, because all of a sudden, the New York swap team fire department has flamethrowers that and they hook up gasoline till the sprinkler system yeah there's definitely some shenanigans going on with yeah that. Like, um, how did they do that i'm willing to accept that more than the fire department or the swat team has flamethrowers well, they always say fight fire with fire so. yeah but not not literal <laughs> i mean and how quickly oh Vampires took over this building. We need to section it off. Okay, fine. Oh, no, they're getting... We got to make sure we contain them. So we'll shoot them. Oh, that's not working. So we'll use flamethrowers. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's going from zero to 60 really fast. Right. How did you come up with flamethrowers right now? It's like... It's, I guess, I'll be honest. I don't live in New York. I don't know. I'll have to ask my friends that do live in the state of New York. Is that a common thing that yeah. your law are, enforcement have flamethrowers on yeah. already? Are they that accessible and they can get them there that quickly? But I like this, that SWAT teams and fire departments and other police, they basically surround and blockade the building. They lock it down. Basically like Die Hard. Yeah, they lock you know? it down. And there's snipers on roofs. And, you know, when uh, some of the characters are out, are out on the fire escape trying to escape the vampires, they're like shooting at the uh, vampires trying to give the uh, survivors cover. And there's a lot of good things about it. Like, I could totally see this book being a cheesy action movie. Like, oh, this is a B or C movie, definitely. I, I could totally see this. Like, okay, this is this book is concept. Here, let's go make the movie now. Now, it's not going to be a blockbuster, gigantic super hit, but it can, I can definitely see it being 
someone's first movie production. Oh, yeah. like, okay, let's let's I mean the dialogue is kind of cheesy. It is what it is. Yeah. Um but yeah, <laughs> it's weird, it's ridiculous, it's over the top. Uh it's funny. It, it's fun. I mean, I would treat it as a group of friends of mine we have our bad movie club. This is a bad book club. Like yeah. this is a let's have fun. Let's make fun of this. Let's come on. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're going to drain the water from the sprinkler system, fill it with gasoline, and just melt the building, but not have it melt where it'll collapse. No, no. No. It works out perfectly. It burns all the vampires, and then the fire kind of goes out. And the two humans that survive are in the tomb of the head vampire, and they survive because they were in that, even though it was burning for like three days, and it was like... Yeah. Hundreds of degrees. Yeah, it's not an oven in there at all. No, that's not how that works. It's fully insulated. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I, I say that with a loving heart of like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but. If you're a fan of vampires, I think you would really enjoy this. If you're a fan of vampires. And, and B-movies. And action movies. Cheesy, like the Fast and the Furious franchise. Like, oh, okay. so cheesy. I'm going to shut my brain off. Like, we're going to throw out physics. We're not yeah. going to worry about that. Let's just watch it for the sake of entertainment and not think about it. This is great for that. Yeah. This is a, all right, I, yeah, I like vampires. Sure. I like Die Hard. Sure. This is not, this should not work. Let's see how it works. Yeah. And it's not bad. It, no. Uh, one out of five, one to five ratio, or one is awful, five is great. Where would you put it? I'd put it at a three. Same. I, I mean, you know. if you're looking for like an actual like a good read, I'd give it a two. If you're taking yes. it serious, it's a if two. you're taking it serious, it's definitely lower. But if you're treating it as a B movie, something you can just shut your like you said, shut your brain off and enjoy it's, for what it is. It's a fun, ridiculous. Read. Yeah, it remind honestly, it reminds me a lot like Deadpool. Like, all right, we're gonna shut our brain off because this is gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna go yeah, off the rails. Yeah, here we go. Let's just I'm along for the ride. Yep. Um, because it, it has some cliche drama (laughs) with like oh well we got partied up cuz oh you left me you broke up with me why did you break up with me now you're running off to the military do you want to die blah 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 like yeah they had to throw that little interpersonal drama the teenage drama teenage slash early 20 drama like come on come on come on darn kids yeah music yeah (laughs) uh so yeah (laughs) that is vampire state building it's I feel like we swung the pendulum way too hard. Last week was the super serious, you know, civil rights with March. <laughs> yeah. This week, nope. We're just having fun with this. We're just going to go off the rails and go with this. So, but it is what it is. We'll see how next week goes. Uh, I think next week will be a happy middle ground. With yeah. Thor. It's Thor. So. So with that, the part that you always forget about. Crap. There it is. Uh, the part the listeners ex- are excited for every time. Oh, I'll go first. Out. Oh, you're. Yep, I'm gonna go with a uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, wh- which Ghost Rider? Uh, uh, Johnny Blaze. I'll just, go with that. Just because. Just because that story was so good, and I like to see where they're going with that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. I I, I had some hesitations back and forth this week. Uh, but I think I'm gonna go with. Um, Deadpool for Dark Ages. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, the fact that he was giving a tour bus like around the destroyed continent of Europe. Yeah, and he was giving a tour right with the heroes because he's like, no, I've gone everywhere. Yeah, I can't die, but all y'all would. So I know where the least likely places are for you to die. Yeah, Uh, and 
he has the whole tour bus like hat and everything while he's it's ridiculous but it's fun and it's he, deadpool and he comes to the rescue by being a delivery service person yeah <laughs> so that is it for this week folks uh thanks for listening thanks for sharing and uh we have a discord page i made that this morning or this afternoon so you can now talk to us via discord if you want to do it that way for the store we have the generic store page we have the podcast page and we have spots where you can share memes i might do extra channels where you can do trailers or who knows what we'll see what happens i just made it like two hours ago as we're recording this so i'll i'll work on it as we can improve but yeah uh we have a discord you can follow us on and talk to us directly on that when you have questions or uh, i'm gonna ask you guys what what stuff should we talk about and i hope that y'all will give us some direct interaction with that because I know all the different platforms, whichever, however you're listening to this on, it's not the easiest for me to collate, you know, collate all the stuff and put it in like, oh, this is where it's at. I, the Discord's the easiest way. And it's a direct communication. So we'll go with that. Uh, otherwise, there's also our MySpace page. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to get to that one. Uh, which, again, I still haven't checked since, since Halloween. <laughs> but I'm still betting that's probably more recent than anyone else. That I hope we're blowing up on MySpace. That would be awesome. That would be wonderful. But I'm not. No. <laughs> Only where blowing up on MySpace is if MySpace is actually blown up. Yeah. And like, and like, it's literally on fire and no longer existing. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing left is Alter Ego Comics Podcast. And, and then I, I'm not betting <laughs> on that one. Uh, but yeah. So follow us on our Discord page, uh, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so yeah. Until then, uh, we'll see you next week. And Laura should be back. So it'll be the three of us. All right. Um, eventually Adrian will be back. I think he's out for the rest of the March still, but we'll see what happens. So until then, we will see you all next time. <laughs>